Welcome to Getting Real with Real Estate with Danielle Kempf and Jim Kemp, St. Louis's favorite father-daughter real estate team. Your source of real estate information in the greater St. Louis area. All right. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Feels like it's been a minute, but... Uh... Yeah, welcome to. It's been to a the... minute since we've been back in the booth. Yeah, we've had, we've had a bunch of bunch of podcast uh, air, but it's been a minute since we've been back in the booth, so it's yeah. good to be back. Good to be back. Welcome to everybody listening. We appreciate you. Yes, All our, thank you. Our friends in Europe that are listening today, and our one in Washington, Missouri. <laughs> you know who you are. That's right. <laughs> Shout out for sure. Uh, all right. All right. Well, it's. Uh, I guess Do we, we start need, with a joke. We need to start with a joke. Yep, start Absolutely. With our joke. All yeah. right. So, how many ants does it take to rent a house? Ant like the animal, not like ants like the little ants. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna give my same guy. I'm gonna guess a dozen. You're gonna guess a dozen. Dozen. I, I mean, you're. Kind I don't of know close. why. I don't know why. Just throwing a number. Okay, you're kind of <laughs> close. It takes ten ants. Ten ants. <laughs> ten, ten ants. ants. <laughs> uh, Get it? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> that was my cheesy one, but, but you know what? It goes in today's topic, and today yeah. we're going to talk about how people obtain their first rental. Yep. Um, kind of some ins and outs of being a landlord, and yep. I'm sure you're going to share a horror story or two Couple? or three or Probably. four. I'll <laughs> this just pod- keep counting. <laughs> this podcast is only going to be like four hours long, and it's going to be Jim's story time. So grab your popcorn, <laughs> grab a soda, right, and. Let's ki- get on in it. Right. I'm kidding on the four hours, guys. Yeah, no, just no, no. hang in there. Keep listening. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so okay. Well, let's just start. So I guess, well, first, before we do, I got a question. Uh-huh. So you're a landlord. So I, yeah. when did you get your first rental? And I guess, why did you get your first rental? Yeah, okay. Uh, so the first one that I rented was, uh, it was a, a family. It was a house in the family. It was actually my aunt's house. Mm-hmm. that um, it was formerly my grandparents and then my aunt lived there. She always lived there. And she went in a nursing home and she needed money to stay there and stuff. So um, I ended up buying that off of her okay. and then I rented it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a complete disaster the first time around, but that's, yeah, we'll, tell that, that. we'll tell that story later. But that was the first one. Um, and, and the why part was... Um, yeah, I, I had been thinking about that for a long time about trying to get some rental property, and and uh, it really honestly it goes back to high school. I, I can remember all the way back to high school, and uh, you can. Our, well, yeah, I can't remember what I had for lunch, but I can remember <laughs> back to high school. But Mr. Evans was our uh, he was our shop teacher and our um, he did uh, he taught shop and uh, like architectural drawing. Okay. And Mr. Evans taught us about OPM, other, other people's money. Okay. And Mr. Evans had a couple of uh, he had a couple of either four family or duplexes something, but he had some re- some rental properties, mm-hmm. and he taught us about OPM, and it honestly got stuck with me ever since. And I always kind of wanted to do that um, to just give it a try because I okay. knew there were some you know there's some obvious benefits to it, right? There's some obvious headaches to it as well, but but there's some be- really good you know building net worth and um, for your future and you know those kind of things yeah. Uh, so yeah so that's that's how it was I owe it all to Mr. Evans all to Mr. Evans back yeah. in high school yeah okay. that's right so that's exactly I guess right. you kind of how some people get there some people get it from like a death in the family like they inherit the property right maybe it's like the parents house and they yep past and you just ended up with a house and some people are like well might now well. that i have this house might as well rent it right. try and get some 
at extra that, income. Yeah, at that point, they may not have a mortgage on it, right? Because yeah. mom and dad probably paid it off, mm-hmm. and, and you know maybe they got to throw some money in it to fix it up a little, or maybe they don't. But they try, yeah, get, yeah. Let, hey, let's put a tenant in there, try to make some money. Exactly. Right? That's so what that's, people do it. Yeah, that's, it can be a little uh, additional uh, income coming in monthly. Yeah. So that's one way. One way. Um, you know, back when I started in the real estate business, probably the number one reason was people couldn't sell their house, but they yeah. maybe they needed to move, right? So they moved into a, another house and and just flat out couldn't sell their other one because obviously the market was way different then. Yeah. But that a lot of people did it then, so they kind of got into a house because they a rental because they had, they had to. to. Yeah. Not yeah, because really they couldn't sell choice. the house, they couldn't have the right. two mortgages. Might as well have someone else help you pay that mortgage. Yeah. Well, hope hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Okay, true. So sometimes it didn't work out real well <laughs> yeah. for them, but that's that's the big reason a lot of people did it back in and back I, that's oh eight oh nine ten. Yeah, you know, and then I feel in, like today moving to 2023 it's people are moving from maybe that first home could be a second home and they're moving up to that bigger home and there's like oh well now that we have this home that we already had and we don't Mm -hmm. need it yeah need it right now let's put a tenant in and try and get that income that way yeah absolutely yeah we uh, we talked about just recently some clients in tower grove south that did the exact same thing yes they they did moved into a bigger home and had a nice little two-bedroom that they rented and it's been going well for them so things so sometimes that can work out really good and then sometimes it's just you it's time to start investing differently maybe you've put all your money in stocks and bonds and cds and crypto and (laughs) You want something different, so it's a good diversification it tool. Is, really, yes. it's a good hedge against inflation. Real estate is mm-hmm. so there's and and there can be some tax benefits to it for you. So, mm-hmm. talk. You know, I'm not a, a, an accountant and I'm not claiming to be, but talk to your accountant about it because there there can be some tax advantages to having rental property. Yeah, that can really help you. So, and it's a, just a good way of building long term net worth. Yeah, but you got to be in it for the long run. You can't, you know, or you got to have a plan. I guess right. You might have a ten-year plan. You might have a fifteen-year plan. Whatever. But you got to have some somewhat of a plan. Don't don't just buy it thinking. Well, I guess you can't. But I mean, you you really should have a plan, right? Am I going to hold this property till I die? Am I going to, you know, kind of what's the deal? Do I want to own it for ten years and sell out? Is it for like a first-time home buyer? Maybe like a group of like college kids in the area who need a home is it maybe for a small family a bigger family you kind of have to think about that as well yeah exactly and 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 i'll just share with folks you know like and sometimes you don't have a like if you inherit a house you might not have a choice in this but you gotta i would watch where you buy your rental houses if you're gonna buy a first rental home Mm -hmm. i would suggest to you try to keep it pretty close to where you live um or work or something yeah something because um, and, and you I'll don't just, want to be driving a half hour. Like I well, know you do. You drive it, like yeah. a half hour to go cut the grass if and you, stuff. Yeah, right. So if you you know, if you know, have a rental house and, and you have to go do something, like a couple of my houses, I know it's a, it's an hour round trip no matter what I'm doing. If mm-hmm. I just got to go change a light bulb, it's an hour round trip. Yeah, and so, that takes up time in your day. Yeah, so if that house was down the street, it'd be a lot a lot Super. better. So. And, and folks, I guarantee you, you're not going to think about that necessarily when you're buying your first rental. No. I've talked to people that they're like, well, I got one in St. Charles. I got one in South City. I got one, you know, in Florissant. And I'm like, ooh, boy. You're all over the place. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're managing it yourself, and we'll be talking about that, I guess, at some mm-hmm. point. But, well, that's kind of, I guess, what we're going to we'll talk about next. We'll just go into that now. Dump into that. If you're, yeah. if you're going to manage it yourself... Um, do yourself a favor and try to keep it central. Try to keep them central. Yeah. yeah. Keep them uh, keep them all within a, you know, whatever. If you can keep it within 15 minutes of home or whatever, that's mm-hmm. a, I think that's a great plan. Yeah. Uh, you might not want it right next door to you. That might be too no. close. Yeah. But, 
you know that's it, that's really a, I think a good idea to, okay. to keep it kind of close to you but. So since you have been managing rental properties, what are some kind of insider tips that you would give someone for managing their first rental by themselves? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, um, well, you know, just simple stuff. I think uh, number one is make sure you go see the house every month. You okay. know, you, as, a, as a landlord, you have a right to go into your house. You just got to let your tenants know. But I would, I would like, you know, go change a furnace filter every month. And that gives you a good excuse to go into the house hmm. and take a look around. Okay. Um, and just, just look, you know, take a look under the sinks, take a quick look. At, Make sure nothing's leaking. Yeah, yeah, because sort of tenants don't necessarily always tell you. No. And then next thing you know, you got, you know, water damage on the floor of your bathroom or you got, you know, water damage under a sink or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if I could tell people one thing, and I didn't always do that because just honestly, I just a lot of times didn't have the time. But if I could give people one tip that I think would be benefit them greatly is, is to do that because that puts you in the property one time a month. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, if your tenants are kind of sloppy and the place is not well kept, right, yeah. you can get on them a little bit before next thing you know you got roaches or something in the place, right? So it's yeah. kind of nasty. but yeah. it, it mean, happens. But that way, you know, I mean, hopefully you got a good tenant and you don't have to worry about that. But seriously, that's... Mm-hmm. That's a good, I think, a really good tip. And and then the plus, then the tenant knows you're kind of I- involved and you're going to be around, and they're going to, I think, take a little better care of the. They kind of get to know you. A and they get bit. yeah, and you get to know them. That's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Just kind of getting to know them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be their friend, but you want to, you know, get to know them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so. kind of want to know what they're up to because yeah, you kind of mentioned it earlier. You want good tenants. I mean, I'll say we. You've had it where a tenant trashed the house and we get to go over and clean it up so let's just dive on into tenant screening and i think one of the tips that you would give for that is to have a set criteria for tenant screening and there's a few reasons for doing that i think and so i think one of them probably maybe not the most important one that you think of off the top of your head but that's like fair housing right so fair housing and the missouri human rights act um you can't discriminate against people for housing based on you know their race color national origin ancestry religion uh sex familial status disability and one of them is that one of them terms in there is that you can't set different criterias for tenants on for like different tenants you have to have a set criteria for all your tenants that they meet right that's that that really kind of is important Mm -hmm. because that keeps you that keeps you straight I mean, yeah. just honestly, you, you know, you can, your your criteria can have to do with credit score. Mm-hmm. It can have to do with background how many, history. Yeah, you know, if you you can say, hey, no criminal background, or you can say no, whatever it might be. I don't want anybody that's a you know, child molester, something like that, sex registered offender. sex offender. They're out automatically, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't meet your criteria. Credit score, like I said, um, can be one. Mm-hmm. Income, right? You have to have. You, maybe you say they got to have four I times income four or whatever. Times, yeah, but yeah. that seems like that's sometimes hard for tenants to do. Like as well, me personally, who's rented before, me and my roommates, we have never made four times. We've made close to maybe three, three and a half, but we've never mm-hmm. made that four. Yeah. But uh, again, it's just making sure that they are able to pay your rent each correct, month plus correct. the bills plus have food on the table and, and yeah, living and it is gross income too not just you know it's not net after tax income that you're looking oh. at but that is true you're right about that 
I mean, that can be a, a tough. But again, you want to make sure that the people have the money. Exactly. Yeah. And We're talking right now y- on yeah. a, from a landlord's perspective. We've yeah. already done rentals versus buying for a yeah for a, a homeowner's tenant's perspective. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's just important to. Um, Make sure that rent's covered and you know that mm-hmm. the folks have. Because there's always going to, it's just, here, everybody in everybody's life, something comes up, right? Yeah. You have a, an issue and it's going to cost you some money and it's going to be uh, out of the order. The car breaks down or whatever. But you want to you want to make sure that the tenant has the income that can support that, that monthly rent. mortgage yeah. for you. Otherwise, you know. Well, we'll talk about the other side of that story if they can't afford it. Yeah, right? we'll get Coming to that soon. a little bit later. But, but that fair housing is important. I mean, that's that's one thing. Oh, yeah. And 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 tenant screening tip number number one from old Jimbo here is that if 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 you have if somebody comes to look at your house, right? If you're getting ready to rent it out, mm-hmm. and they tell you that they have the deposit and the first month's rent in their pocket, and they really want the house right now, I'm just telling you, don't rent to them. Oh, and I, I, yeah, and I know you why. Know, you know why? I know why. Yeah. Because they're they, not paying someone else. Then. That's exactly right. A hundred times out of a hundred times that ha- and it's happened to me, and I've taken it before, and I've oh, you're really ready. You really like to pay. Great, great. Yeah, Move sure. On in. Sign here, right? And then you know, and then next thing you know, they're not paying me, just like they weren't paying the last landlord. Mm-hmm. So that that goes back to that tenant screening. So you really. You know, there there have been times where I didn't do the best. Uh, you know, I didn't do the best job of doing yeah. it. And I would recommend here's my here's tip number two, I guess. Okay. Um, I would have someone do your screening for you. Yeah, because you can pay for services. Definitely don't do that yourself. There are services out there that where the tenant is responsible for filling out the app. They pay their own fee, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, typically tenants pay their own application yeah, fee. Um, screen Door is one that I've used in the past. They do a great job. Uh, you can have it done like on Zillow.com. Yeah, Zillow I'm, I'm not a Zillow fan, but they they have a screening service mm-hmm. that you can use there, and uh, uh, I, I definitely just do that because that yeah. is something that um, they're gonna look. They they have much more resources than probably you do. You know, everybody like I've had. You know, I'll go on CaseNet and I'll look at somebody, and you know, I can kind of see. For mm-hmm. the most part, a lot of the, you know. Get some history on them. You can get some history, but, you know, depending on the name and how common it is, you, you're not sure if it's them or not and all this stuff. So definitely make sure you you have some tenant screening done. Whether it costs you a little bit, you can always pass that cost to the yeah. tenant because most tenants will pay it because they have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's that's definitely yeah, uh, uh, something I would recommend people do. So do you call um, past tenants landlords? or I have before. Tenants past landlords? So, yeah, I have so before. So what do you when do I, when a friend answers the phone? Well, here, here's what I, yeah, so I, uh, tenant, this is tip number three, I guess. So I used <laughs> you to. you hear this all the time. I mean, like people well, joke about it. So like when I was, when I used to work at Ford, I, w- I used to skip trace people, right? So I used to collect car payments and yeah. track people all over God's creation. But so I would call, I would take someone's app and I would, you know, they, they put down that Joe Blow is their landlord and they give you Joe Blow's number. And when you look up the property address in the tax records, you find it's out not it's them. not Joe Blow. It's, you know, Sarah Smith, Sarah Smith or whatever. And so you look up Sarah Smith and call Sarah Smith and go, hey, does does so-and-so rent from you? And they go, well, yeah, but she hasn't been paying me. And so there that's why that's they you gave know. you that's why they gave you Joe Blow's name. So, yeah, I mean, people, you know, and I know, you know, people don't falsify information on applications, but they do. 
So you got to be careful, right? You got to. So gotta that's protect why. Yourself. As that's, a landlord, you got to protect. You got to protect yourself, and that's why you need a tenant screening service yes. because most people don't have time to do all that stuff themselves. And the, the tenant screening service will again that kind of help you with the, you know, with the, the fair housing, fair housing part issues. Of it. Yeah, because that's you know you, you set just, your criteria, and if they just don't match it, that's right. the same criteria for every single person, and right. you're not you know it basing it off one person or another because right. you can't you can't do that. That's right. If they got bad credit, no matter what their you know family statuses, races, any of that stuff, mm-hmm. don't, they just got bad credit and they're not going to pay you. So that's yep. if they've been evicted five times, then they're off the list. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just won't won't do it. So. Yeah, it's you, you got it. That's that's something you guys got to do. So that's that's important. Mm-hmm. And and um, you want to talk about management, property management, while property we're kind of talking yeah. about tenant screening as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, you know, so so property management can be a really good idea for folks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typically they take a percentage off the top of the rent. Yeah, they're going to take eight to ten percent of the monthly rent. But you know they're going to handle stuff. They're they're yeah. not going to they're going to get those calls at three in the morning when the toilet backs up and not you. Mm-hmm. So and, and then they'll have people that can go fix things. Yeah. But of course you're paying for all this stuff, so don't you know it's not the easiest. It, it's easier, mm-hmm. but it's going to cost you a little bit. So you 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 have to kind of you know understand your weigh cash flow. With yeah, oh, and, and look at your cash flow too. too because. Depending on you know if you have a loan against the property, and remember you always got to pay. We'll talk about that probably when we we'll talk look about, at analysis. We'll hear, you'll finish it. up this thought, and then we'll jump into but, that. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it, just remember, property management comes with a cost, but it is um, it can be very valuable for you, right? I mean, yeah. it can just make your hands off. Yeah, and and that just simplifies it, and then you're so just you can have time for your other daily. So you can life. actually yeah have yeah. a life unlike me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but let's jump back because you talked about having like money because you just said like that home is. Not, you know, probably 95% of the time going to have a mortgage on it unless mm-hmm. it was maybe like a parent's home that you inherited. Yeah, but you're probably going to have a mortgage. But you're probably going to have a mortgage on it. So as you're collecting rent, you need to create a money reserve from mm-hmm. that to for repairs, for vacancies. What happens if, you know, your tenant leaves? Can you afford to pay those two mortgages until you get a new person in? Right. And it's not always as easy as just you know, putting it on Zillow, getting a new person in the door in a week. You right. usually have to go in. You got to sometimes new paint, new carpets, maybe new appliances. Definitely a deep clean. Is it going to be right. you that does that? Are you going to pay someone like a cleaning company to do that? Right. You got to make sure you have those money reserves so yep. you can do the repairs and get ready and for the that's vacancies. A big, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really smart. That's a big part of it. Um, you know, a lot of folks will when they get into their first rental they'll just they'll just say like well you know I'm going to be able to, my my mortgage is 800 and I can get 950 so I'm making 150 bucks a month yeah. right so that's not bad no so they think right but again like Danielle just said what happens when your water heater goes so, out in 6 months how yeah. long is that 150 right. bucks every month how many months do you need right. that you, supply right if you have to put a water heater in a house that's 10 months right there Right of your profit gone, mm-hmm. fifteen hundred bucks. I mean, give or take. I'm yeah. estimating here, but but yeah, roughly. So so you have to understand that, right? And if and if a tenant misses, right? Let's say they miss a month's payment on you, and your payment's eight hundred, right? That one fifty, uh, doing yeah, my math, math, but it's, it's four and a half times probably, or four or five times, right? That yeah. that one fifty. So mm-hmm. that's four or five months of your profit gone in one month. Yeah. So and 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 again, like what, what Danielle said. When a tenant leaves you, you can almost guarantee that house will be vacant for two months. 
Mm -hmm. While you're cleaning it up, fixing it up, you got to get it reinspected. Almost every case, you're going to have to have an occupancy inspection, almost no matter where you're at. Um, You know, and there's always, those inspectors always find something. No matter how good you prepare a house, they always find something. And you always got to fix stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's money coming out of your pocket. And you're lucky if it's just like a light cleaning. We've, you said earlier, roaches in the house. We've had real nasty. Oh, yeah aftermath of tenants oh yeah it's horrible i mean i've had i've filled 40 yard dumpsters full of tenant stuff out of a house so yeah i mean you know you got to prepare for all that stuff Mm -hmm. so you got to make sure you keep a reserve or i mean if you don't keep the reserve you just have to know you've got some money somewhere else or maybe your full-time job allows you to make two payments or whatever it is but i'm just telling you you got to make sure that that you have that uh, in, in your back pocket because sooner or later you're going to need it. Yeah, right? sooner or later you're going to have a vacancy. And so yep. let's kind of jump on into that topic. How do you evict someone? So, like, best case scenario. Well, best your case tenant, scenario, never. Well, yes, best case scenario, <laughs> your tenant never leaves. They pay off the entire mortgage until, like, the day they die. They're there for 40 years. Right. Um, other best case option, they say, hi, I'm giving you my 30-day, 60-day notice. I'm finding a new place. They leave it nice and tidy for you. You just need to go in, do a light clean to it. Mm-hmm. Golden. But what happens when you need to evict someone? Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. What happens if they're just Get a good not attorney. paying rent? Get a good attorney. I'll tell you that right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here again, right? If somebody doesn't pay you, uh, and, and this is something I would recommend to you, too. So this is tip number what now, four or five or Six, who seven. knows. But I'm not keeping tabs. But, um, you know, when it comes to an event, if a tenant starts to pay you late and it's, you start to see a little bit of a pattern, you really should file for eviction the second they miss a month's rent. <laughs> because usually, um, you know, if they're 30 days late, mm-hmm. You know, if, if they're, oh, let's say they're over 30, you know, you're being nice and, you know, oh, they just, you know, had a hard time or whatever. They just had a hard month. And, and now all of a sudden you're, uh, let's say you're two payments behind. You're, you know, they're, they're a month, they owe you a month and then the next month's due, right? So mm-hmm. they're two months behind essentially. Um, it's going to take, if you, if you have to file for eviction, at least in St. Louis County, it takes about 30 days, if not a little mm-hmm. bit longer, right? So you're talking about, a, you know, a charge of probably four to five hundred bucks just to go through the court process, get your judgment, and then you have to have the sheriff. Uh, you got to pay the sheriff to to actually serve the you know the eviction the and and get the house back, the possession back. Yeah. So it can be a pretty drawn out process. So hmm. if you started off two months behind and now all of a sudden it takes three you know another month and a half to get the eviction, you're three and four months behind yeah. on folks. So you really, if you see that kind of trend where people start paying you late, paying you late, paying you late, file right away. And and mm-hmm. one thing it does too, I think, is it it lets them know that you're serious too. Like if it's the first time they're late yeah. and you you know, you file, then they know you they know you're serious about it and yeah. sometimes it wakes people up. But okay. it's you know, you got to you you got to juggle that a little bit with still trying to be a nice human being too because yes. honestly, I mean, sometimes good people have bad things happen to them and you just have to ride them out for a minute and and help them a little bit and but mm-hmm. um sometimes you can get taken advantage of I guess, yeah yeah I yeah but th- it's a good point i mean uh, that vacancy again that just goes back to like you said about keeping that reserve of money yeah and and do yourself a favor and do that stuff so yeah. um that's a, that's very important yeah um, any other 
tips of the trade that you'd want to share for this one? We're going to no. do a little series on rentals, so we could we're going to keep going in depth right, on this. Right. We could talk for hours. You know, oh, most yeah. most ten, most homeowners, or rather, most landlords are small, just mom, mom and, and pops, pops, right? Yeah. I think, what, 72 or 3%? I think that's what you of, said. Of people, you know, of uh, landlords of single family or single units are just just mom and pop, you know, folks mm-hmm. who own a few properties. Three, I think, is the, the number, average number. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're not the big conglomerate, but you got to make sure financially you've got a little bit of reserve to mm-hmm. take care of yourself throughout the process. Yeah, and but, then just to protect yourself throughout the process, yeah. too. And, and everything sounded kind of negative. I know we kind of kind of wrap things up, but it's not always negative. Sometimes you get really, you know, I've got some tenants who are just You've had They're tenants golden. pay you for like what ten years? And they're They've fantastic. Been in there. Yeah, oh, ten or more sometimes, right? So I mean, but it's always that bad egg that makes the dozen or makes just yeah tenancy being a landlord. It's just always that bad person, that bad tenant yeah. that gives you these horror stories. And we're just trying to help you so do you your, don't have that issue. Yeah, do your due diligence up front. You're more due likely diligence. to get that's that that good person in there that's going to pay you for five mm-hmm. or six or ten years. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's a good touch on, on stuff. So yep. um, We'll wrap we'll, on up with that for today, and yeah. we'll be back Stay with tuned another for more. series. You got it. Perfect. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to Getting Real with Real Estate with the Kemp team. Have questions about real estate or something you'd like to discuss? Contact the Kemp team at 314-336-1926 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Kemp team. Don't want to miss any episodes? Follow us on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. The Kemp Team. Real. Honest. Real Estate.